So I feel like it's super crucial, like you were talking about, to whatever talents you have or how many bags you have. You said you have five. I probably feel like I have like two or three. Sure. But whatever it is, to be able to multiply it and be fruitful with it because yep. you don't want to hide it, right? Yep. At what age were you doing this? Uh, well, I was doing real estate at 25. I was not doing as much as you were doing at 25. So that's what I mean. Your trajectory is different. So that's what a lot of people look at is, uh, you know, they look at, oh, man, he's where I want to be or whatever. But, like, the trajectory right. that you're on for your age is is, is insane. Okay. And so I look at that, too, like, with different guys. And, like, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't even make their first million before they're 30 years old. Like, the odds of you doing that is very likely. You know what I mean? Love to. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, it's not really so much about, like, making the one million. Do you want me to hold this? Sure. It's not really so much about making the one million for me. I think for me, like, the biggest thing, I mean, as you know, I'm married, I have kids. Yep. And I think... I look at that and I think about like, dude, I not only owe it to like myself, mm -hmm. but also to my wife and kids to do like the very best that I can. Yep. Because if I don't, I'm gonna be doing a big, big disservice. Cause I feel like I've been given much by God, like as talents and things like that, that I, I just, I need to give back. Yep. So I like, I love to give back as much as I can. That's awesome. Dude, I'm gonna tell you this story that I literally just ends with everything that you just said. So. You got the the parable of the talents, right? Oh, yeah. And so that's the one that like uh, is one of my favorite stories that Jesus told. You know, you have you have the uh, the one bag, the three bags, and the five bags that was given to them by their master, right? The guy with five bags comes back and he brings five more back, and he's like, you know, the you know master, you gave me this, you entrusted me with this. And here's five more. Look, I doubled it. Same thing with the three. Now, one other thing I forgot to mention was the master said, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. Then the person with the three bags does the same thing. Hey, look, master, you gave me three. I have three more. The interesting thing about that is the master was no more impressed or no more like satisfied. He said, well done, good and faithful servant than the person that did five. They technically did more. They have more, but they were also given more. Now, the person with one, those are the people who took the talent and then they buried it. So he buried the talent and he said, look, I knew you were a hard man and a hard you know, master. And he blamed it on him of the reasons of why he wasn't successful. He buried his talent. And so I feel exactly the same way that you feel. Uh, I remember Andy Stanley, he's a, a Christian pastor. He said that we're all three baggers in a way. There's a lot of people with more and there's a lot of people with less. I feel very similar to how you feel where it's a big responsibility because I feel like I was given five bags. I feel like God gave me a lot of gifts. And so at the end of the day, it's not about the money. It's not about anything. It's about like I've been given a lot and I feel like it's my responsibility yeah. to like honor God and use the talents that I was given. Yeah, one big thing that, you know, I really can take from that is just the fact of like, you know, trying to grow yourself and really trying to build on that, right? I feel like growing up, it wasn't really, you know, easy for me. I feel like one thing that I told uh, our friend here is, you know, the fact that I think he's doing an awesome job. And the reason I say that is because I feel like a lot of times growing up, I didn't have that. I didn't have somebody to be there to say, hey, you're doing good, like keep going. So I feel like it's super crucial, like you were talking about, to whatever talents you have or how many bags you have. You say you have five, I probably feel like I have like two or three. Sure. But whatever it is to be able to multiply it and be fruitful with it, because yep. you don't want to hide it, right? Yep. And at the end of the day, like you may have five, I have three, but at the end of the day, like as long as I can do my very best and do, you know, to just uh, multiply that, I think that's really valid. And I think that's super, you know, crucial for us to think that way and not be fearful. Yep. It doesn't matter if you have less, if you have more, as long as you can do like the best that you can with the, you know, current resources that you have. Yep. I think that's really what counts. But I think it's hard to get to that point, though, is what I'm trying to get at. Because yeah. as a kid, I didn't think that way. Right. I always thought like, you know, I'm not good enough. Yep. I'm, I'm not going to make it. It's not me. It's not me. 
and now I know for a fact that I am the one. Yep. You know, and that's like a really powerful thing because like the mindset that just changes. Yep. It's like this light bulb that just goes off. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's freaking awesome. I love it. All right, let's get into an interview. <laughs> oh, was that not it? That was not it, but that's good. Were you filming that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're going to have it all, but that was okay. not the interview. All right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to look dumb if you ask me about KPIs. But. No worries. I'm not going to ask you about too much about KPIs. It's mostly going to be just different stuff that you know. Is real so. estate or what is this about? Yeah. Okay. Dude, just <laughs> let me ask the questions. <laughs> He's like, all right, is this going to be this? Hey, don't ask me about this. Hey. I don't know why. He's like, hey, don't ask me about this what's it gonna be about this all right look dumb but all right let's do it all right so tell us about who you are what market you're in and uh like your current experience in real estate yeah so my name is brian villarreal uh i'm based out of san antonio texas so yeah there's two l's and the two l's is a yeah sound and the two r's is a sound so it's so it's (laughs) so it's villarreal right that's my last name so don't say villarreal because that's not the right way to say it how do we say it villarreal what if I can't? Just v. say V. V. Just say Brian V. Brian V, baby. There you go. Um, real estate, real estate, right? Um, you had asked. Yeah, where are you from? And then okay. what, what's your, like, what are you doing right Great. now? Great. So I'm based out of San Antonio. This is my first year doing this full time. And I'm mainly focusing on just doing wholesale. Um, I don't do any fix and flip. I don't have any, or I do have some rent. I have two uh, two doors that I own. I'm going to list them on market and sell this next week because I really just want to focus all in on just being able to just do mainly wholesale. That's what I do. What markets else? I mean, because I was going to tell you too, right? I'm based out of my city. However, if you look at like my deal chart, I probably have like two or three deals there. Mm. Most of my deals are elsewhere. I mean, I have some in like Memphis. I have some in like um, Decatur, Indiana, uh, Broken Arrow, uh, Tulsa. So I like to just do wholesale, like where the deals are at, right? I mean, it, it doesn't really matter to me. And at the end of the day, I look at this as just really sales and marketing. I'm not buying anything. I'm not closing or fixing and flipping. Yep. I'm just really doing my best to do good sales and good marketing and getting them at a right price and then putting them on market. So that way the market finds the buyer for me. That's how a lot easier. What, what got you interested in doing this in the first place? Oh my gosh, great, great, great question. So back in 2020, I read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yep. And back in 2020, it was my first year being married. Uh, my wife was working, no, she was in college full-time. And I was working full-time. I had just came home from a two-year missionary trip. Wow. Okay. So at that point, I read that book and I was just like, this like veil has been like, you know, taken off of my eyes. Like I can see more clearly now. And my thing that I really thought back then was the way to wealth is by buying rentals and holding long-term. <laughs> so what did I do? 2020, after I read that book, I got my first credit card, got credit for the first time ever. I didn't have any of that. Um, and by the way, at this, at this time, I was, um, I was 21 years old, wow. right? So then I went ahead and did that. And then after a few months, I built some credit. And then my wife and I closed on our first house, our primary residence at 22 years old. Yeah. And then after that, like I said, my mindset was, I need to buy rentals. Mm -hmm. So then I saved up an extra 20K and we looked in the Midwest. How'd you save up the 20K? Great, great question. So my wife and I, back then we had sheets and we would like budget every single thing to the penny. And we were super cheap with the way that we lived. So I was working a nine to five, making like 18, 20 bucks an hour doing truck, truck sales uh, at this truck shop for like, uh, for like tonneau coverage or like hamper shells. And so I would save up as much as I can. 
Like, we wouldn't even go out. We wouldn't blow any money. It was just, like, cheap, cheap, cheap. Like, just month to month. It was, like, save as, money, as much as we can. Dave Ramsey. And per month, yeah. And per month, I think we had, like, maybe, like, 50 bucks of, like, play money. <laughs> and so that was our, like, let's go out on a date. Let's go eat yeah. some Chick-fil-A because we didn't have that much money. <laughs> Chick-fil-A because he's, he's a Christian. No, because <laughs> it's good. That's the, the Lord's chicken, okay? It's good. So that's how we saved up. It was just, yeah. like, trying to just get as many little dimes as we can just to save yeah. them all up. Um, and then after that, I put about 19000 down, got uh, 20% on a loan, a duplex in Cleveland, uh, which I thought, like I said, it was, like, the way to wealth is by buying rentals. Uh, in hindsight, big mistake. I mean, I don't think you should be buying rentals when that's like your last 20 that you have, yep. right? And so that's how I got into it. That's kind of where I like learned about all this. And then I had a, ho- I, I had a huge mindset shift, but we can get into that if you want. Um, what, what, yeah, let's get into your mindset shift okay. and then I'm gonna ask you another question. Okay, cool. So as I got that one, right, uh, I think I bought it for 77K. Uh, it was two units. Each side was renting out 850. One was 900. And my PITI, which is my principal uh, uh, interest access and insurance, was 486 to Chase Bank. Wow. I had a, like a 4.5 rate on that one. So it wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great at the end. because. Is that a 30-year loan? Yes, it was. Wow. And I put 19K down. But here's the thing, though, right? I don't think you really factor in the true net cash flow. Mm-hmm. And I thought I and I thought that I was because I was saying 10% for vacancy for maintenance. However, I did something that was super wrong. I bought that home with current renters in place. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys they were on time paying until I bought it. <laughs> I bought it and then like a few months went by where like I was trying to work with them. I was trying to like play nice. They had kids, you know. I was like, dude, like I'm not going to like try to throw somebody out. One thing led to the next thing. It it wound up being like two or three months like like that. Wow. And then they finally got out. The you know both sides were just trashed. So I had to then dump in like an extra like two grand on each side to kind of clean it up yep. and fix up even more. Yep. Um, so at the end of the day, like I was saying, like I was like thinking and I was like breaking my head on the wall saying, so my plan was for the next ten years to buy one of these per year. Holy cow, like, dude, I'm going to be like 30-something, and I'm going to like, I'm just going to get some kind of cash flow at that point. But I said, why? Like, that's going to take way too long. And then by this time, I was doing more research online, you know. I looked up Jerry Norton. You know, those kind of videos popped up. Jerry Norton, Ryan, uh, who else? Like, Brent Daniels. And I found out about flipping and then also wholesaling, and I was like, what's this? So then that's where like the whole, and this is in 2022 now, mind you. So 2022 is when I was like really digging into all this, how to do this and how it's an assignment and how to find a lead and how to do cold calling. And then uh, toward the end of that year, I was trying to do my very best to get, you know, deals on my own. I think I did maybe like two or three deals on my own. And by the way, it was so bad guys that at one of my first deals, I was going to make a 5k assignment fee. And I went to some other uh, wholesaler who was going to help me find the buyer. And at the end, I got paid outside of closing via Cash App. I got paid 500 bucks. Oh, wow. So what did he do, guys? He took the whole deal, essentially, and just gave me 500 bucks for a finder's fee. When he told me we were going to do half and half, and you locked up, good job. So, like, I didn't know, guys. And you don't know what you don't know, right? right? So then at the end of that year, I find out about the whole, like, Tyke Summit, WealthCon thing. And I have a great friend. His name's uh, uh, Evan Price. I'm sure you, you know him. Okay, great. So he was like, hey, man, I'm going to give you a free ticket to come out to WealthCon. Do you want to wow. come? And I was like, nah, it's not for me. It's not my thing. I don't want to pay somebody coaching. Like, I've, I, I have never paid for coaching. Mm-hmm. So that's not my thing. 
but I think the whole mindset shift was when I was watching those videos by Jerry Norton, by Brandon Daniels, by, by, by Ryan about trying to do like more active income. Yeah. And then I really learned about the whole like fact that passive income is when you have those tax, you know, com those complications when you need to have those write-offs. Right. So that's where my mindset was shifted from right there and saying, why am I trying to do this in 10 years when I can try to do this in five? Yep. So then, you know, came to the whole Tykes thing, joined co uh, coaching program, and yep. now here I am 10 months later. That's freaking awesome. All right, there's a lot to unpack there, so we're gonna, just gonna skip it all. And so, <laughs> no, I love it. That is a lot. No, I love it, dude. Uh, so what is the most amount of money you've made in real estate so far? Well, actually you've only been in one year. So how much have you made so far year to date since like joined the program or since in real estate in general? Yeah, so revenue wise, about 93,000 net to me, I think closer to 70, 70 and some change. Wow. However, right now I have under contract to close in the next 45 days, a little bit over 125,000 in assignments. However, guys, as you guys know, the ones that have been doing this, sometimes things fall apart or sometimes things take a little bit longer. But as of right now, that's what I have right now on track. And hopefully, I mean, knock on wood, I really hope it all goes well. For a fact, I do know that next week I'm going to be closing a really awesome deal. I think I told you about it. Um, I'm going to be making about 50000 on that wow. one. Yeah. Let's go. So, yeah, the point is, too, the trajectory. You know, look at, like, where you've at. Now you're about to do what you've already done so far. You're about to do in the next 90 days because the trajectory is so fast, especially when you look at, like, the coaching and the different things that you're doing. Like, you're doing all of the right things. And so what I look at is the path that people are on and not necessarily where they're at, but if they continue to do what they're doing right now, where are they going to go? So what, what is your vision? What is your, like, uh, where are you going? Well, um my vision is that I would like to build an actual operation that does deals without me being present. Yep. I, I look up to you about that. I mean, I, I like what you have going on. Um, I like to do something like that. I think I'd like to get into flipping at some point. However, my main thing right now is just to do wholesale, yep. just sales and marketing. And I think, you know, I've also learned from you, like just by looking at how much flipping I think really takes from you yep. and then I'm kind of like I don't know if I really want to go that much into flipping so I think my my vision would to have is to have some kind of operation where I'm doing 90% uh, wholesale and 10% flipping like right that. and then from there then I would just keep maybe one or two per year if I need to but really I don't want to keep anything right now and also being able to you know um I think like provide more opportunities for more people to be able to have a job and not just that, but also to have this, you know, mindset of about what can be possible and what can be done. Yep. There's somebody on your team that I really look up to too. I think his name is um, Andrew, yeah. man. He's just crushing it. So I'm like, like, you know, I want to do the same thing where I can have guys like him that work for me yeah. and I can teach them and have the same opportunity for them down the road. Yep. And I want to be able to get to that point, hopefully in the next 12 months, that's what my goal is. So it's being able to build an actual team, an actual operation that does deals without me being present yep. and being able to have that opportunity for other people. I think for me, the biggest thing is not even the you know money or what you're going to make. That's great. But it's just the fact that like, I want to be a leader. I love that. I love being in that kind of role where I can serve somebody else and help somebody to grow. Yep. That's what my big vision is with that. I like it. So I was just talking to Ray Rodriguez right before this actually. And what, what we talked about is like when people see different people like Ryan Pineda and they're like, holy crap, look at where he's at. That That's almost too far. You know, whenever you think about Ed, we, it, we find it kind of hard to believe that it's possible for us to get there. And so even when people look at me now at where we're at, sometimes it's hard for me to relate to people. So
in the area that most people believe is possible. And so I love the area that you're in because you're also sharing the path and people can really relate to you and think that it's really possible. So you're now about to make your first $100,000, which is a big milestone for most people. What advice would you give now that you're like basically there? What would you have done differently or what do you think you could have done better? I think for sure one thing is to niche down. I think take a few days to really just map out the pros and cons to each one of these routes because at the end of the day, guys, like you can make it, whether it's if you want to do just full flipping, you want to do, you know, uh, Airbnb, like it doesn't matter. They all work. The real thing here is like, do you work, right? So niche down first and foremost, go all in into one thing as your first year, learn as much as you can when it comes to that. I think in my first few months when I joined, as you know, there's all kinds of calls. And guess what I did? For the first month, I joined all of the calls. And guess how I felt? Overwhelmed. Holy cow, where do I, like where, like where do I, you know, like where do I get this whole ball rolling? So really think about the pros and cons on each thing if this is what you want to do. And niche down on it. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to folks that are like, I have a good, you know, social media marketing uh, agency. I talked to one guy right now. He says he was making about 50K per month. Mm -hmm. And he says he wants to get into wholesaling. And I look at him and I say, why? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I heard it's like really good money. And I just want, why? You're making good money right now. Yep. Why don't you just really go all into that? And from, you know, 50K, you go up to 150 per month. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just because, look, guys, niche down. And really, when you map off those pros and cons, look at where you have like an unfair uh, upper hand, right? Mm -hmm. For me, is sales. I, I love doing sales. I may not be the best at like Airbnb or flipping, so guess what? Like, why the heck would I go try that? I'm not gonna do that. Right. I'm gonna go into what I'm good at, so that's the first yep. thing. Second thing I'd say would be to network like crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, you know, I've reached out to you one-on-one -on -one just to make friends, yep. right? I think the biggest thing is you don't wanna be somebody who just takes value. Right. You wanna give value, but you also want to just make friends with somebody. Yep. You know, before you start asking about how you're doing it and what's going on with you, why don't you care and why don't you want to make friends with somebody first and foremost? Because then it's going to make the you know whole process of trying to ask them for help easier because now they like you and they're going to want to fight for you just like you're going to want to fight for them. I think building an actual you know friendship with somebody and networking, those two things I would say are the biggest things that I would say to someone that's brand new. I like it. So yeah, one, one thing I want to give you a shout out for, dude, is whenever we're on the sales calls. So if you guys are in Wealthy Investor, uh, we do sales calls on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brian here uh, came on the call and he was just telling us about, uh, oh man, I think this person's getting a little wishy-washy. I think they might back out. And like, you know, what do I say here? And he already knew what to say. He's a natural salesperson. And so uh, Brian will put himself in uncomfortable situations. And I think that you react a whole lot better than what you give yourself credit for. So he calls the person and it goes just as smooth as butter. Brian has handled it amazing. And it was all on the live call while there's 40 people watching. And I've been in sales a long time. It's a whole lot different when there's multiple people there and they're judging the, what you're saying, telling you what you could have said better. I don't get nervous in sales situations very often, but when I'm in front of 40, 50 people, I get sweaty, I get nervous, and I've been doing this now for about 10 years. Brian has been doing this for less than a year and he's willing to put himself in uncomfortable situations, so that's how I know that you're gonna be successful because you're willing to put yourself in the situation to force yourself to succeed. So yeah, I just wanna congratulate on that. Thank you for that. I mean, I think to you know give props to you too. Whenever we were on that, you were like, dude, you know, close it, like get it done, close it. <laughs> and that really pumped me up. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like, cause it was like 40 some people on it. Yeah. But dude, I mean, I can't let you down. I'm like, yeah. I, I gotta get on this call and just close it. So yeah. that's what I just did. That was freaking awesome, you know? man. Yeah, yeah, I love it.
That is it. Thank you guys for watching. See you on the next one. Peace. Peace. That was awesome, man. Nice, man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, though, that was freaking awesome. When you did that, I was like, dude, I gained so much respect.